This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's Titus here with my co-host, Thomas. What's up, guys? We are starting another podcast today, and I think you guys are going to really enjoy this one. We got a special guest, Caden Simmons, the 2018 Junior World Duck Calling Champion. So he's going to uh, tell us about himself, and we'll get this podcast started. Before we do, guys, uh, don't forget to uh, give us a review, write us a review, give us five stars on this podcast if you like it. Enjoy this podcast with Caden Simmons today. Uh, we're going to get going. So Caden Simmons, uh, long time overdue. We've been trying to get this podcast together for about, what, probably two weeks now? Yeah, it's not long. <laughs> yeah, it might have even been three weeks. So, uh, yeah. tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Actually, first off, if you can, for everybody that's listening, why don't you give us kind of your social medias and stuff, and if you got anything else going on. All right, follow me on Instagram at Caden uh, underscore Simmons, and on Facebook at Caden Simmons. Right on, perfect. So I'll I'll put that guys in uh, in the description too, where you guys can go click on that link or whatever. So. From the good old uh, state of Arkansas, huh, Caden? What do you What do you got going on there? What How old are you, and uh, what do you got going on in your life? Nothing. We're fishing while I'm fourteen. I'm just went in ninth grade. I'm fishing, hunting, fishing. What I want to do? That's all you do, huh? That sounds terrible. Just <laughs> 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 that sounds like a life I want to live and do live. So why don't you? Tell us a little bit. There's, I, I got a ton of questions for you, just my personal ones, and then some that people sent in on, sent in on Instagram and Facebook. But um, as far as the junior world duck calling champion, I mean, what what does that entail? Like, how do you get to that point? You know, as far as competitions and stuff well, like that go, how how's that all work? Tell us about it. I don't, honestly don't know. Well, you really. You gotta find somebody to mentor you and help. Or you can do it by yourself, but yeah, it's hard to do that. 
You found somebody to work with you, you work with them until they think you're good enough. You blow contest all the way up until you think you're at the level where you can blow worlds. And you blow worlds, it's a three round contest. You blowing it, and you just, it's really, that calling, it's really experience sport, if it's a sport, like, but it's experience. It takes experience to be good at it. It takes time. You can't just go out there and win your first contest ever. You gotta, you gotta learn the rules, you gotta learn the way, you gotta learn how to, uh, you gotta learn how to, uh, like, you gotta learn to regulate yourself and your volume and all that. It just takes time. Mm-hmm. Are you, now, are you talking about like just you can't just jump into it cold turkey? Obviously, like you, yeah, you yeah. were doing. I mean, how long have you been doing uh, competitions? I've been going competitions since I was six. Oh wow! Now is that a different age group? Like, did you start out with? Yeah. So, like, what is it? Like six to eight? Like, there's an age range for each level, or? Yeah, it's like... like six to eight. Then from there, it's ten to thirteen. Then thirteen. I mean, fourteen to sixteen. And then it goes in a mix. Is it a pretty thing? Big thing back there? Like, is there a lot of competition? Uh, so oh. even when you were younger, up till the worlds, or is it? What's that like? Oh yeah, there's a lot of local competitions. We walk from the time duck season ends to about around the time duck season opens. There's competitions. Right. So in your area, like on average, like does literally everybody duck hunt, or is it not as much as you would think, being in Arkansas? It's. I would say a little bit over fifty-fifty. There's more duck hunters than people that don't duck hunt. Yeah, okay. But there's still a fair amount of people that don't. Yeah. What's another, what's like another big sport? I mean, that people, is it mainly deer hunting is probably the other one, main one, or? Yeah, that or bass fishing. What, so what part of Arkansas are you in? Around the Little Rock, North Rock area. Okay. Now is that... How far is that from Stuttgart? Are you pretty close to Stuttgart? I know that's where you no, did the I'm championship, almost, right? Yes, sir. I'm almost two hours away from Stuttgart. Oh, wow. Okay. Which would, what was that? Would that be west? Uh, yeah, southwest. Southwest, okay. Okay, we were in Arkansas not too long ago. What? We were? We were in south southern Arkansas. Weren't we? For what? For, no, uh, for no. duck hunting. No, we're, <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad of an experience. Yes, we, we were, were in Arkansas. No, we weren't. We were in Oklahoma and Kansas. Remember? Uh, okay. Yeah. What kind of hunt were y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> the kind where you're looking at pretty blue skies and not seeing anything flying around. We, looking at clouds. We got kind of a little, I got to be careful how I say this, but we got a little bit myth, kind of misinformation. Myth busted. Yeah, on some hunt <laughs> that was supposed to be really good and epic, and it was it didn't turn out too good. Although we found we had some spots that we could have done really well, but we didn't, believe it or not, have waiters. Well, so, I didn't bring waiters. Well, we were told not to because it was going to be all dry field hunting. Oh, I've always wanted to jump for a hunt. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, and in too. A, yeah, 
<laughs> ended up being flooded corn and and yeah we we sat there and watched hundreds of mallards landing and what else was there widgeon and gadwall and we couldn't do nothing about it yeah <clears throat> it was actually that part of the state's opening day and it was just like a paradise but uh not for us it was a little more yeah it wasn't too enjoyable <laughs> but you you live and learn right <laughs> yeah well uh thomas i was telling uh caden here i said we need to trade him to i told him he can come out here and catch spotted bass and he can hunt in the marsh and we'll go back there and catch largemouth and shoot some mallards in the timber anytime man come out here and stay and hunt however long you want teach us how to duck call. yeah <laughs> so what it what now you're with um now are you like signed with elite duck calls or like yes, how's I, what do you got going on there well i first went to him for a mentor to like help me get better and eventually i'm from doing his call team and now i'm fully signed with him what say that say that again i'm having a, hard, a little bit hard time hearing you uh First, I went to him as a mentor. Like, Who did you Who'd you go to? Brad Allen. Yeah, Brad. Now, now that guy can call. Yeah, he. I went to him. He helped me, and then he eventually asked me to be on his call team, and now I'm fully signed to him. Wow, that's pretty. Good. Now, what What did you sign, Caden? Did you sign like a contract with so many years, or like how's that work? No, it was really just shaking hands, telling that I'm committed. And, to promote his calls and not blow anybody else's. Okay. Just fully commit to his. So which model of call do you use in your competitions? Uh, it's actually the Legacy. The Legacy? Yes, sir. Okay, so do you use that uh, when you duck hunt too, or do you got a, another favorite? No, I got a couple other his calls I use hunting, but I'll use this one sometimes. Say that again. What was the last part? I use them field sometimes. Oh, okay, okay. What do you hardly ever? So, which call do you like to hunt with? The uh, butcher, his cut down, the butcher's his cut down, and his uh, model. It's like a mix between a J frame and a cut down. Okay. Did you have to uh, cut those reeds for you at all, or was it pretty pretty good to go? Oh yeah, yeah. He had it to me. He had to turn it up for me. Okay, you had him do it. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's one of the things. I mean, I'm totally a rookie calling. I've only really tried last year or so, but I definitely could tell it's amazing what a little bit of just a little bit of adjustment will do because calls oh, yeah. the calls that we use, um, I mean, fractions like of a hair, it could sound like a totally different duck call. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So, now when you when you're prepping for a competition or whatever, I mean, you that's do you, are you practicing before? The, what do you actually go up on there? Because I've seen, I like I said, I I don't know. Not, I've watched him, but I don't really know the background details. Like I noticed you'll blow. I watched your some of you got on video on YouTube. If you guys haven't, you need to go check them out. You're, you have some videos on YouTube, right, blowing your duck calls? Right, On the yeah. competition? Now, when that light goes off, when the light comes on, that means basically now it's time 
for the official calling or like walk us through that like before you even get up on the stage what are you doing all right before you get on stage you'll have the first three go out there then stand on the stage you'll have the first caller in Sam number two he'll blow his routine he'll be done I'll walk up there he'll ask me if I want to warm up I shake my head yes I'll blow like a couple quacks a couple cadences and a like a couple parts of a hill call and I'll nod my head and it'll start. I got 90 seconds to do my routine. And then the red light comes on 10 seconds before your routine, but 10 seconds before the 90 seconds is over. And once that light comes on, you got 10 seconds to shut it down or disqualified. Oh, really? What do you yeah. know? What do you mean shut it down or you're disqualified? Are you saying if you, oh, if you go like, past the 10 seconds, you're disqualified? Yeah, if you go past the 90 seconds, you're disqualified. Huh. And that red light means you got 10 seconds left. Yeah. Oh, so now does is it beneficial to you to try to get a little bit more out before that 10 seconds or does it really matter at that point? I really when I'm practicing, I time myself and I try to get it like 127, 126 area to where it's right before I'm disqualified, but you still use much of your time. So you do want to use most of your time. Yeah, cuz if you just if you're blowing and you see the red light, people will just like just stop, and that'll mess your score up. Hmm. So it's almost kind of like you're getting bonus points or something at the end there, or what? So you do you want a smooth ending? Is that what it is, or? Yeah, basically, you want a smooth ending to where it sounds good, and you don't uh -huh. just want to like cold turkey cut it off. Yeah. Huh. I never. I seen that light, and I was always thinking, yeah, you're supposed to stop right then. I'm like, man, I wonder if these guys get in trouble to keep calling past that or whatever. But that makes complete sense. Now that that light yeah. comes on beforehand too, right? Or no? No, it comes on at the ten seconds. Just at the end, okay. Now, leading, like let's say when you're six years old, now you're in those competitions. What are you trying to do? Still like a full routine, like you are right now, or is it a little bit different? No, it's no different. Really? When I was actually when I was six, I'm blowing the youth, which is. When I'm in there, which is 14 to 16, I was blown in it. Oh, wow. I just listen to everybody else and try to compare myself to them. Hmm. You, I, I can only imagine how much practice you've done over the years. And you're, you're what, I've already forgot what you said, 14? Yes, sir. And you've, and you've been, I mean, you're at a level, I know, I sure am not. It's like, did you just practice <laughs> literally every day, all day? What I do is, I go, I'll, there's a contest coming up, right? Two weeks before, I'll start and I'll blow one routine a day. The next day, I'll blow two routines. The next day, I'll blow three. The next day, I'll blow four. And then the rest of the days, I'll blow four routines a day. Huh. And, and now, is that just your own kind of workout, like, that you came up with that works for you? Or is that something Brad kind of mentioned to you to do? That's what Brian mentioned. That's a, it's for me to build my air up. Because uh -huh. you want your air is you want to be able to hold air as long as you can. And that's why my health comes from from my age and my size because I build my air up before a contest. And you can tell a big difference from the day one of two weeks prior all the way up to the day of the competition. Oh, yeah. I'll be running out of breath the day one and 
by the time the day before the competition, I'll have grass left in Richard. Wow. That's pretty amazing that actually in two just two weeks that you can do that. Do you why why don't we uh, go over why don't you do a full routine for us? What kind of something you would do or what you would do in the competition? You want me to start with a warm up and everything? Yeah, do you just do your whole everything that you got going on when you're getting ready to go up there. Alright, don't criticize me if I squeak. Oh. <laughs> If you messed up, we couldn't point out what, what you yeah. did wrong anyways. Alright. You ready? Yes, sir. Couple mess ups. <laughs> that was awesome. Dude. Sounded great, dude. That was great. That was incredible. Thank you. That's just. I had a couple mess ups. I had blown in a while. No, no, we. I I couldn't tell you where it was at. That was. <laughs> I was incredible. At. Now, <clears throat> I don't know if we can do this or not, or how hard this how hard this would be for you. But how could we? Could you emulate maybe Colin? Since we're already you're already doing the Colin anyways. Could you maybe emulate what you're doing when you're out in the timber hunting? I mean, I know it's different depending on this, the situation on what the birds are doing, but just give now give it instead of competition calling and that style, give us kind of how you work your call, maybe like a 30 second of how you're, you know, the stuff that you're using when you're actually trying to work birds, you know, it don't have to be in no specific order or nothing like that. Yeah, hold on, let me get my friend to go give my cut in. Hey, Brennan, go grab that box of calls in the garage. Okay. We'll wait for him to get back. So, you want to talk about fishing or something real quick? Yeah. What it now? What? What? How big was that fish you you caught the other day? Was that eight? Was that like an eight or something or what? No, nah, it was a seven three. Seven three. Is that your PV? No, sir. What's your <laughs> PV? Eight one. Ah. Man. Hey, so, who was that that netted the fish for you? Oh, uh, my friend Weston. Weston. I kind of chuckled because. 
I, I don't, I'm sure it was a good thing, but it was funny just to watch your hand in the video when yeah. he netted it and he was handing it to you. He didn't want to make sure that you guys dropped the fish, but you had the fish long enough and you were <laughs> swatting his hand away like, get your hand off my fish. Yeah, I was like, hey, no, give it it's mine. He did the same to me when I netted his fish. That's <laughs> I know that feeling. I'm not, not, you know what's so funny is I've actually held, I've held a 9.8, I've held an 8.11, I've held a 7.4, and I've held, uh, I've held my buddy Travis, if you've, I don't know if you've seen him in the videos. Yeah, I've seen him in the videos. I've held his 5.4 spot, a 5 pound 4 ounce spot. Cool. That is a big spot. Nobody understands that. Yeah. You know, like people are like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, compared to largemouth, it's not, but. Man, when you get a spot, like, I mean, it it reminds me so much of like a small mouth, you know. It's just so like it's like a football. But now I'm not saying that happens all the time, you know. I mean, there's some good yeah. spotted places up here, but I mean, spotted bass are so aggressive compared to largemouth. They're it's kind of a pain because you got those little ones that weigh a pound and a half that think they're five pounders, you know. Yeah. Well, I've never caught a smallmouth. I've caught one spotted bass that was like a pound and a half. What? What now? Well, I don't want to ask you that, but no, you can ask it. Well, the lake. As far as the lakes, like, do you got favorite lakes around there where you're at? That's kind of just your. I mean, like, what's a couple of lakes that you actually like? I don't, I'm not real familiar with lakes in Arkansas. I don't think. Uh, there's a few good lakes. Like, if you want to catch a lot of smallmouth, you go to Lake uh, Lake Grace Ferry. That's a smallmouth place in Arkansas. Okay. And well, then you got, it's a local lake, not many people know about it, but Lake Conway, it's a real stumpy lake, and it's got absolutely giant largemouth. Hmm. Now, what do you, what's your favorite style? Do you like throwing a jig the best, or like, what's your favorite go-to? Honestly, I like skipping jigs and like Texas rigs most, but I caught that seven throwing 12 to 20 feet deep with a half ounce shaky head. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the first time I ever caught a fish doing it with that fish. <laughs> and that's the first time you ever threw a shaky head? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I I threw, I used the Mr. Beeler Company's jigs. I, I mean, I know I can use any jig. I just like, he's a friend of mine now and I like using his stuff, but that's what I caught that 5.8 on. Was, it was kind of cool because it was his yeah. jig. You know, it could have been anybody's, but it was kind of nice that it was his. But Yeah, I use all the guys. The jigs I use from the guys. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like I'll that. I like Me too. I'm the same way. Like, I really like trying to stay with local guys, you know. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. But did you get that other call? Yes, sir. Okay, so what's now what's the name of this call? The Butcher. The Butcher. But it's okay. a short barrel butcher. Oh, short, short. Oh, there's two. Budget. There's a long barrel. Yeah, there's a normal. Yeah, a normal barrel and a short barrel. Okay. All right, I'll make it short.
Like that. So, so I, I get... yeah. So I can imagine what that sounds like in the temper. <laughs> oh, it echoes forever and ever. Me and Thomas have been just drooling, trying to get in some timber hunting. Bad. Oh, to hunt come down get in it. I, I will. You, hey, don't ask me twice, don't, man. Don't I'm say telling stuff you. that you want back up. <laughs> but we hunt public land, though. Well, so do so we. Do we. Yeah, there's Boat no guarantees. So does it get pretty oh, crazy man. where you go? Oh, yeah. I've seen some pretty gnarly videos, especially like opening day. Obviously, that's the worst, but. <laughs> if you got water anywhere you hunt public on opening day, there's going to be 90 plus trucks at the boat ramp. Jeez. So what's, <clears throat> what's, run me through your guys' rules. So like opening day, is there. Like, are you not allowed on the water until a certain time, or guys sitting out there the day before? How's that work? All right, on public land, you got you can launch your boat at whatever time you want to. You can sleep in the parking lot or in the truck or your boat, but you can't you can't take off from the boat ramp till four o'clock on any WMA. And as soon as four o'clock hits, everybody's gone. It's on. Jeez. You got any crazy stories from yeah. opening day? Yeah, a couple. Any any opening day? Yeah, one time we was out here, we got up there at like, we were late. We got there at like 3.30. And we were actually driving our fuller to it this time, or a fuller race. And we got in that fuller, we hopped on there, we got down there, we hunted an Oxbow Lake. When we were driving on this dirt road, when we got down there, these guys were sitting in our hole already, and there weren't no foolers. And we asked them how they got there, and they're like, we're sleeping in the hole, and blah, blah, blah. We had our decoys out three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like, whatever, and left. <laughs> they slept out in the hole for three days. Yeah, they threw their decoys out three days ago, camped out in the parking lot, and went and slept in it that night. Oh, <laughs> but my. that's illegal, though, right? Yeah. Wow. Sle- slept in what though? The in- boat, probably. Oh, in their boat. No, it's surrounded by like dry land, so they had hammocks up. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> man, dude. Hey, people, people are crazy. I, we, yeah, I've, we've never done. We've never done. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've never done nothing stupid over duck. Oh my goodness, so many things. Caden, <laughs> so, uh, how many times have you stayed up all night and go duck hunting? <laughs> Almost every time I go to five meters, which is when I go majority of the time. Yeah. So when we leave the house at two o'clock in the morning, so I'll just stay up all night. Mm-hmm. When do when does your guys' uh, season open? And do you guys have a split season or no? Yeah, we have three splits, and it opens on November. I don't know the date, but it's November something. Oh, okay. Oh, that's when yeah, opening. Yeah, it's like the twenty eighth, I think. That's when opening is for wow. you. Wow. Yeah. Wow, That's you gotta wait a sheesh. long time. Yeah. Well, tail season opens in September, but oh. okay. we don't really hunt too. Oh, you don't. You don't even waste your time, huh? Well, we could if we we would if we had a spot, but we just hunt timber, so I don't come in timber. You don't? Do you not? You just that's your favorite. The, t- the till don't hunt. even come in the timber. Is what you're saying? Yeah, the till don't come in the timber. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I mean. 
You're probably like everybody else, right? I mean, you have days where you might not shoot a duck, right? I mean, it's just public land. Or you can you seem like you consistently get some birds? It's a grind. Yeah. There'll be days we're going to shoot my man in two hours. We're going to go and stay in the same hole until four. Yeah. All day or what? They're just, no, we, on public land you're doing hunts at uh, 11 and you got to be out by 12. Oh, Okay. Wow. And Except and no no evening hunts no evening hunts unless you want to go on private land except for the last week of the season. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's a little bit different than here too. And the youth hunt, the youth hunt. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, we can we can hunt till uh, thirty minutes. Yeah. Till basically yeah, dusk. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of. I guess that's somewhat of a good management, but it's kind of tough, the bummer that you don't get to hunt the evening. Yeah. It's because in the timber on the last weekend, everybody banks in the afternoon. And just, after that last weekend, you wish it was a normal season. And you can hunt in the afternoon on normal season. And you know the ducks are there. You find the feathers the next morning or where they are. And you just wish that you could go that afternoon. Oh, I, bet, I imagine. <laughs> So what's it like? I mean, being a duck calling world champion. I mean, what what comes along with that? Do you kind of get people bugging you a little bit, uh, emailing you and stuff like that, or you pretty much left alone? No, not really. I've had like one or two clothing companies hit me up, and I committed to one of them. He's not; they're not very big, but that's that's about it, honestly. That's There's a, a couple that's... people that recognize me, but not really. That's cool. That's pretty cool, though. Still being able to do that because, I mean, you're doing something you love, and you would do it no matter what, but you're still getting something out of it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Now, I someone was asking on Instagram, I believe, how, how can somebody get into competing? I, I know you kind of touched on it at the beginning of this podcast about what you did, but, like, if you were going to help somebody out or tell, you know, suggest to somebody what they should do, if like, hey, man, I want to compete, like, what do I need to do? You know, I mean, let's just say that somebody's actually pretty good. Like, what would be, what would you suggest? First, you find your duck call, season call. Then you watch you, uh, how you how I did it. Watch YouTube on a how to get a basic routine. You get a basic routine, get good enough at it. Then you blow in a couple of small competitions where people will realize you have potential, but you need a little help. And they'll either ask you or you can find people and ask them and they'll get you up on your feet. Okay. Now, when you say people seeing that you have potential, are you talking about the judges or are you talking about other people that are there listening and trying to find some talent? Or, like, what what do you mean when you're saying that? Oh, it can be judges, too. Most of the judges for a contest are either uh, have been pros or all. I mean, have been world champions or world champions, the current world champions. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, how else would they know, you know? Like, I've thought that, too, before. Like, surely these guys got to have some serious experience. Yep. Yeah. I was, I told you on the phone before, but not on this podcast, about watching, and if any, whoever's listening to this, you guys got to go on YouTube and look up Brad Allen and uh, also look up what what they change they changed their name of their YouTube page. What did they change it to? 
It's like Bose something. I don't know. See, I ain't looked at it. Yeah. It's been a while since I've looked at his YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm going to have to go look it up. I, I can't do Maybe, Thomas, you can. I don't know if you can look it up because it was Elite Duck Calls and then they changed What's it your, to. Do you have YouTube? Yeah, he changed it to Bose something. I don't know why. But, huh. anyways, guys, if you haven't, go look. Just go look up Brad Allen. You'll end up finding some of his stuff and then you yeah, can just go to the page. Up. Brad Allen or Lee Thomas will pull up your channel. Oh, yeah. He'll pull it up. It's uh, that guy. I think Thomas actually found him and sent it to me. And then I started before, you know, a couple months before season, I pull him up and just try to follow, you know, what he's doing and stuff like that. And I feel like I definitely got a lot better this year because I put a lot more time into it. But it's just like, I don't know, like when when you and him sat down, Kate, and like, did you, he have a call and you have a call and you literally just went back and forth? I mean, like, what'd you guys do? How was he helping you? Uh, we'd start out, I'd blow my routine. He'd tell me what I need to fix. He'd say me with his call, he'd blow it. And I'd try to mimic what he did. And we'd just go from there and start fixing. We're going step by step. We're going to fix stuff in the hell call, the ducks, which is the cadences, the food calls, the, yeah. Hmm. Did you? How often were you going over there and hanging out with them? Every Monday. Oh, really? And Before you just... the, I'll start back about a month or two, and I'll go to the duck season. Oh, okay. So that's when the duck the the competition start is right on duck season. They basically start right back up. No, they start back up like I have one July twenty second. And that's probably when it's going to kick all the contest off. And then we're all just going to start rolling. This weekend, this weekend, we'll just keep on going. There'll be one small one every weekend, normally. And you'll try to hit as many as you can? Oh, yeah. Last year, I think I hit seven or eight. Wow. And that's all helping you towards the top? I mean, like, is that every single one oh, of those? Yeah. Really? Most things tell me you can do, the better it'll be off. Just getting your name out there, huh? That and getting stage time practice. Just yeah. getting used to the, like, yeah, getting comfortable on the stage and getting used to blowing in front of people. Did you did you get some pretty, have you got some pretty bad jitters before? Oh, uh, yeah. On um, Worlds, I was shaking, blowing in my stomach. I had to cough my whole routine. So oh. I was holding my cough in. It was, it was bad. Ah, that's a but for some reason I do bummy when I'm nervous. Huh. Wow. That's pretty. So now you're going to be in a different category, huh? Yes, sir. This I'll be in intermediate, intermediate this year. So a little bit tougher, you think? Yes, sir. I know some of the guys that are on the top in this uh, division, I guess you call it. I know most of the guys that, blow, that are on the top in this AIDS group, and I'm pretty good friends with them, and I can hang with them. Right it's just going to take more work. Right. What's the, what's the hardest part about a competition to you? Really just blowing the ball past my heart. It's less good. When you're up there on the stage and it comes out of the top five, that's the hardest part for me to take you. Is when you're, when you're actually up on there on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So you what now? What who who got you into duck hunting? What got you into duck hunting? My dad. He 
Tutaj miała face banken ona jest sama. Ja A sama face banka ma face banken. Wow. Oh wow. That's lucky. I shot him with a 14. Same <laughs> <laughs> They must. Your dad must have got him in close for you. Oh yeah, it's damn well. Drake and him. They came in, cranked up, perfect. Probably ten yards. He dropped his, and I dropped mine. <laughs> oh wow! Did he let you take the Drake? Yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right on. Cool. It's a good dad. Oh uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can imagine that they don't. You have that happen. I don't see who how anybody couldn't be hooked. Man, I, I bet your heart was pumping a million miles an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty young, it, five I'll years never old. Forget it. Oh, yeah, I came up with DS on YouTube. At how old? Five. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, what kind of what kind of setup do you guys got for a boat to get out there and your spots and stuff in the timber? No, I just got old... Movie, aluminum boat with a Mercury 25. All baked out with light bars and all that. Nice. Do you guys you guys have a duck dog too or? Nah, uh, I have a duck dog. He goes sometimes. He's more like a house dog. Do you guys <laughs> usually hunt out of your boat, or you guys just stash the boat and? No. Stash the you boat. You hop out the. We hunt in ways to shindy the water. There you go. You hop out, stand next to trees, and hide your boat or honey bags or something. Is there like a like a set rule or just common sense on guys setting up close to you in timber? Like, oh, it, yeah. is, is that a is that a big deal to you guys or like what do you yeah, consider too close? Fifty yards, fifty seventy five yards is pushing it. If you get fifty yards, you're too close, and we're gonna call you out on it. Oh, I would say so. Fifty yards. <laughs> I would say you're hunting together at fifty yards. Exactly. People will set up, you'll be shining your lights, and publicly, if you hear a duck call or see lights, you're too close. And when people people will roll up on you and start throwing out decoys and put you out of the way. Man, that sounds about as rough as ours does. That's ridiculous. One time we ran in there, we were hunting our boat because we'd see them stacking up in there. And people were running through, we didn't care. And we were hunting probably about 125 yards or somebody, and I can roll it up. I've been hunting since I was 10, you know. We're gonna hunt some feelings because I'm gonna go kill my goats. We can't afford that, man. 30 minutes and roll out. <laughs> These are all the same stories That's we hilarious. hear, just in a totally different environment. Now, is it pretty rough scouting for new spots? I mean, is it is it really thick? Or is no, it is it basically you just find find the birds and follow the ducks? Yeah. You if you ain't killing them right off, you're probably not gonna kill them at all. Probably. That's but sometimes they come in later. But if you see the ducks concentrating on one area, you pick up and go to the area of all the hidden. Mm-hmm. But I mean, your your vision's pretty limited, right? I mean, obviously you're in timber. So what if you're yeah. what if you are just not in the flyway, and you ain't yeah. seeing nothing, you ain't hearing nothing? What are you doing? Really, just what we do? Hop in the boat, go get in the boat trail, watch, see where I go. You get to somewhere where you can see. Yeah, you get in the bayou, or if you had like the White River, you get in the middle of the river. 
Yeah. There you go. Now, as yeah, that's a that's a whole it's a whole different world than what we're used to. That's why I'm asking questions. I'm pretty sh- I'm sure they're kind of like no brainers to you, but no, no, it's fine. Now, does it get? Do you ever get a lot of wind there where you get movement on the water, or is it because the timber and the trees block so much? Is it always pretty much calm on that water, and you gotta maybe? I see a lot of guys in the timber kicking the water, or maybe using jerk strings. You don't get much water, but we're in the timber. You got kick water and use jack strings. Yeah. What'd you say at that last part? Yeah, kick water and pull jack strings. Oh, jack strings. Okay, yeah. That's, I'm well, sure. The thing that... the wind affects is the looks, the way they come in. Uh, yeah. That makes total sense. I mean, there ain't, no matter how windy it is, I mean, it's not coming through there. Like, it, there's so many. I mean, is it, it's pretty, What what kind of trees are those? Shit, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> we have cypress trees, sometimes like white and cash over. Then it's just, I couldn't tell you what kind of trees are in the timber. Green timber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're timber. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's trees. <laughs> right on. Right on. So, what do you, uh, what do you anticipate for this duck season coming up? You got any new, new plans or new spots or what do you got yeah going? i'm gonna try to stick to white river white honestly river. big rivers oh really you're gonna like you talking about hunting rivers no it's white river it's you can run down you can hunt the main river if you want to i guess but it floods the timber and you, you gotta wait for it to get out of its banks and once it gets out of its banks in the woods so, Caden, what's your what's your trophy duck? Like, what's the duck you don't get there that you'd kill to shoot? God, dude, there's no telling what I did to kill Pinto. Really? <laughs> I've missed a Pinto at 20 yards with at least a 7-inch sprig. 20 yards, came in perfect. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Missed. Just straight up. Whiffed it. <laughs> My dad's been duck hunting for probably years. And he ain't killed a pintail yet. He's missed everyone who shot it. There, you're not the only one. Like I've, I've known people that they have a certain bird. Even me, actually, I, I'll take that back. Me, with uh, I've done the same thing with blue wings, and we have blue wings out here, but they're. I mean, it's not like you see them every day or this and that. But I like to kill blue wing too. We hardly ever get them. We, I've only shot at a blue wing, maybe two separate times in my life, and one of the ones. I mean, you you can't literally ask for a better for a better opportunity. I mean, probably twenty yards. There was like, I think a, a group of about five came in, and just yeah, I think swung it was like seven. Swung. It wouldn't have mattered if it was a hundred. Swung, on your side right in front of me boom 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 not one of them fell and it's just what happened it's after the that? worst feeling in the world what Thomas, what happened after that after that Titus shot two two drinks but i will say this those were the first blue wings that you've ever shot yes and you've been hunting how long a long time that's why it was meant to be a lot longer than me <laughs> it was meant what to i be. really did is i did that on purpose i just scared him to his side yeah 
<laughs> he flared him for we're, me. We're selfless, you know, when we're duck hunting, especially. Yes. It's all about our, our partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It's every man for itself. Yeah, yeah, all right. Hey, we wouldn't do that to you, though, if you come out here. Just tell your dad. Oh. Tell your dad, come out here. I mean, like you said, at least you guys understand public land hunting. You know, of course, there's no guarantee, but I'd say oh, there's a really... I'd say there's a really good chance if you, you know, December, January, you could definitely have a good chance of shooting a pintail. Yeah. Pintails. Yeah. Only bummer is they change it back to one now, which is stupid. But Yeah, I think it's two here. Oh, really? They left it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what's, so. well, that's, and that's what's crazy is we have a plethora of them, you know, but we didn't get to count. Last year we had. Last week of January, last weekend. No, I think it's January and February. Don't see them. Oh, we have a youth hunt on February 2nd, I think. Yeah. Probably the, the first weekend in, in February, I bet. Kind of like ours. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Our youth hunt's normal and good, too. Our last youth hunt. It's, it's incredible. Oh, it's not good? Oh, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, really good, huh? Yeah, that's how ours is too. But get a little—I don't know what it is. You get a little break in between the the chaos, and they just birds just are thick there. Yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, I, I appreciate you coming on here, Caden. Oh, no problem. I'm glad it finally happened, man. It took a took a little work yeah. to get on here, but. He, just remember, yeah, tell your dad we're dead serious of it. We'll definitely have to trade because me and Thomas will be out there in a hot second out there, Timber. I don't care whether if we get one mallard or a limit of mallards. I I want that experience. I can I can only imagine not to to top uh, being with the duck calling champ too. That'd be pretty fun to hear hear you calling and maybe even go over there and maybe meet Brad Allen too. That'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. We can, I can maybe get you on home, Brad. Yeah. It'd be just, just all that back there, it'd be just a surreal experience to be in that timber and hunt like that. If I come down for a while, like a week or so, we could come in, we can fish too and all that. Yeah. When did, when does your fishing slow down? Never. <laughs> never really? Honestly, honestly. Really? Fishing never slows down. Really? You can catch them anytime I'm over here. Chunk Alabama rig during the fall and 
They're in the winter. Alabama League. Catch some deep. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, do you, your, your lakes back there not real deep? We got a few of them that are real deep, but most of the time it's shallow fishing. That's but, That probably helps, though, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's the deep water lakes. They're not going to catch them on burst piles and rocks because rocks hold heat. They're mm-hmm. going to be on rocks. Mm-hmm. You just jigging for them deep or what? Yeah, dragging. Yeah, dragging and jigging. Right on. All right, man. Well, maybe one time, one more time, Caden, shout out your uh, your Instagram and stuff like that. Let us know where Go we can find me. you. All right. Go follow me on Instagram at Caden underscore Simmons and on Facebook at Caden Simmons. And follow me on Snapchat at Caden99. Right on. And you you uh, going to be posting stuff and making sure you're keeping everybody uh, up to speed what's going on with your calling and stuff like that? Is that you keep it up pretty up to date? Oh, yeah. No one, no one okay cool well thanks again guys if you if you enjoyed this podcast i know i really did i uh, enjoyed it a lot i uh, appreciate uh Caden for coming on take the time out of his evening get on here and educate us uh lowly duck callers that are trying to be able to call one day to a better level but it was pretty cool seeing talking to talking to him and getting to hear how he calls in the competition, how he calls in the duck blind, uh, the timber. And hopefully maybe you guys will see on one of our YouTube videos one of these days us hooking up with them and getting to meet him and seeing a video of that too. That'd be pretty awesome. Maybe uh, breaking some back on some largemouth too or something like that. But Oh, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> if anybody needs help, they can just DM me or PM me on Facebook and I can get a number and FaceTime them or call oh, them really? give them all the help I can. Wow. Right on, man. That's that's definitely I think you'd definitely get people hitting you up on that and I appreciate you reaching out and offering that to people. So guys, oh, yeah. give us give us a five star on this podcast, write a review, let us know your thoughts, your upsets, your your joys, whatever you want to call it. Let us know guys what you think and uh we'll see you. Me and Thomas are signing out. Take it easy, guys. Yeah.